deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Supervillains Podcast. This is the L joined by Heister. Majay. And we are, well, you may notice that the sound might be a bit different. We're coming at you from an undisclosed location because we got in a little trouble. Something about Shaq and a sandwich or something. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, our lawyer, uh, uh, Miss Hogarth, will take care of all this for us. Um. <laughs> Uh, how you guys been? Been cool. We have a lawyer? Yeah, we got a lawyer. We've been good. It's it's really hard to hide from, like, an eight-foot-tall dude, though. Uh, He's really not that fast. Uh, again, we apologize for the sound, but bear with us. We got a great show for you. And uh, we're going to start with a story coming out of Portland, Oregon. A group called Brown Hope, who has the tagline, For a Better Future organized an event they call the Reparations Happy Hour. I'm excited about this. Continue. <laughs> well, it was the brainchild of longtime social justice organizer, better than social justice warrior, okay, um, Cameron Witten, who describes it as exactly what it sounds like. What I want to do is end the cycle of exploitation for black, brown, indigenous people You face so many barriers, whether it's tokenization or straight up poverty. Uh, Every person of color who attended the May 21st event at the Backyard Social, that's a restaurant in Portland, uh, was given $10. (laughs) White people were told not to attend, but to give a donation and support. A total of 40 people attended the event. And $400 was distributed. So you mean to tell me y'all gave these brothers free meals and enough money to buy a dime bag of weed? <laughs> I can buy a dime bag with that. <laughs> um, you can buy even more with 400 probably. Yeah. I mean, there's that. But what? 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 Uh, you have problems with this, Heister? Kind of. I don't think that's how reparations actually work. It's supposed to be more of, you know, a social thing, you know, righting social wrongs, not just giving people money. I mean, it's a nice start. Somebody said, I would love enough for a dime bag right now to meal. Just saying. But we can, if we're really talking about reparations, then yeah, I mean, there's a lot more than just a little bit of money that can go a long way to help the black community. Well, I'm not even going to get into the subject of reparations or how problematic just this kind of event could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but in Portland in general, when they say people of color, they mean light skin, white passing Asians and Latinos. What the First, fu- it's Portland. It's a special kind of beast. Yeah. Uh, very often uh, they don't see black people in charge of things. And and they see a lot of anti-blackness. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, what? There are no black people in Portland? Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? It's Portland. 
so it's pretty white. The trailblazers are there. Those those are athletes. So at least there's five black people there. I thought the trailblazers moved to a different state and became somebody else. Who weren't the? Oh no, the Oklahoma Thunder used to be the Seattle Seahawks Supersonic. So the trail trailblazers are still a thing. Yes, yes they are. But in in cities and states like that, they they usually are the only black people in that state. It's usually the pro athletes. Well, I didn't fucking know that, and now I'm very disappointed in Portland. I thought Portland was cool because there's weird black people and shit. Maybe I should stop watching Portlandia. That's, that's the only thing I know about Portland. Well, Portland is one of those liberal meccas, and even you know liberals could be racist as yeah. fuck. I mean, I, you know, fuck li- all liberals. Not all of them, but yeah, they are a weird bunch of people. If you just get all of them together, in one place. is that what Portland is? Is the culmination of all the liberals together? That's what. That's what a liberal America. Now, fuck that. I'm sorry, I forgot about. That. Nope. There's also San Francisco, but that has a certain degree of racism involved too. I mean, where isn't there a certain degree of racism? Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say, uh, this is a hostile environment. We don't die physically, but uh, black people tend to leave Portland because they are not nourished there spiritually. Well, after the event was picked up by the media, like Newsweek and Fox News, the proverbial fit hit the shan with cries of discrimination and reverse racism. Cameron Witten appeared on Tucker Carlson's show of all places. Uh, to defend the uh, the reparations happy hour on a segment called the racism happy hour. Really? First off, you don't you don't go to Tucker Carlson for any anything thoughtful. And secondly, can we retire reverse racism as a term? That's not an actual thing. Reverse racism doesn't exist. No, it does not. But. I think with the new version uh, that people are describing racism as the social aspect and the political aspect of segregation, it might have that argument, which is another reason why I'm against redefining racism that way. Uh, That's why I stick to what uh, Stokely Carmichael called institutional racism to describe it. But we are the Twitter era where you have to simplify everything into as little... (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. uh, characters as possible. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's that's why I don't like Twitter. I I, I can't get on Twitter because I'm like, no, I write paragraphs. I can't. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I I'm on Twitter, but I have one tweet total, and I think it was about Anthony Bourdain. That's about it. So you don't tweet then? No. Okay. Yes. Well, that's cool. Cause I don't I don't understand Twitter. I hate Twitter. I don't use Twitter, but cool tweets and shit. Oh, I, I only tweet during Sharknados. But uh, <laughs> after uh, Newsweek and Fox News picked up this story, the white supremacists target the restaurant backyard social and sent them various threats. And their uh, Yelp reviews were all given negative things saying this place is racist. And I went there as a white person. Uh, the place is owned by white people, but they wouldn't serve me because that's what racists do. In the age of social media, um, I debated reading some of the hateful comments. I saw uh, uh, Brown Hope. I went to their Facebook page, and holy shit, there's some racism dropping there. Uh, a lot of that whole thing of my people, the Irish, had it worse than black people. Okay, okay, 
they, they can argue that all they want. I, I go. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode that the reason that you saw so many Irish domestics, Irish maids and butlers and things like that, they would rather hire hire an Irish person back then than a black person. I saw it said that the Irish were so mistreated they they were made to do worse jobs than black people. That's just how much the Irish were hated. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, even if, even if, and you're not, we're slightly right. The 1900s Irish didn't have it that bad. No, no. no uh, y'all didn't, y- y'all were adopted into whiteness and survived Jim Crow. Yeah. We didn't. We, woo, we did not. No, there's a movie called Mississippi Burning out there you should probably watch. You know, I've never seen it. It hurts. I know. It's one of those movies where you're like, I just don't want to watch it because I know what's going to fucking happen. I know what's going to happen. I I don't know if I want to watch that. There's also a scene involving a racist and a black man and a cup and a razor blade. That's all I'm going to say. You need to watch. Just find that clip somewhere. It's great. It's great. It's a great scene. I saw Rosewood though, and I, I fucking love being ranked to this day because he he took out a couple of them. Yeah, dual pistols. I don't remember the cup and razor blade scene. I probably blocked it out. Probably. It's kind of how like I saw the movie I Spit on Your Grave as a kid, and I blocked a lot of that shit out. <laughs> Funny thing, my uh, dad took me to the remake of that. It was a great bonding experience because I, yeah, they remade it. And, like I forgot what. Passed in maybe past a couple years ago, and um, how was that a bonding experience? It wasn't. It was just the funny things. Like, yeah, I saw this as a child. It was a good movie. I'm like, oh, okay, and then I watched. You know what happens in the movie happened, and then it was just the weirdest thing. Great revenge, though. But just like great movie pops. Yeah, great movie. I saw the original when I was like seven. Oh, you fucked up. It did a number on me. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so. Even though the group Brown Hope has been uh, pretty much blasted and so forth and combated, the events are still scheduled to go monthly with the next event June 20th at the Soleil's Lounge in Portland. Uh, A lot of uh, places that were going to host events have backed out out of fear of uh, white supremacist retaliation. Yeah. Speaking of uh, um, white people being ridiculous, white dudes have chased Kelly Marie Tran off social media. Yep. And so someone made a good point. They were pointing out it's interesting that who did they attack the most out of the Ghostbusters reboot? Leslie Jones. Who did they attack before Force Awakens came out? The actor who plays Finn. Um, John uh, Boyega. Yeah. And now they've they've attacked Kelly Marie Tran. It's like, what's the common theme? It's all people of color. Yeah, yeah. No one said anything to that one guy. Damn, what the fuck is his name? Rian Johnson, the writer and director. Not him. The guy with the Poe who plays Poe. Oh, the dude from Spain. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Spain. He played Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, he was an ex Machina. Yeah. Um, Good actor. Good actor. Very. Uh, Isaacs, Oscar Isaacs. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. Great actor. And to be fair, I will say they did also chase Daisy Ridley off of social media, but it was because she posted an anti-gun post. And not not even really anti-gun. She was going to an event 
that was trying to stop gun violence and she posted about it and they ran her off Instagram. Yeah, it's just very disgusting that people do this. Like, just leave the girl alone. She got... It's a fucking movie. It's a fucking movie. Like, you don't have to harass a girl to that point where she's like, fuck the entirety of social media. We're goddamn adults. We're only doing this because the, you have the idea... The veil of I was it the veil of where you can't. Anonymity. There you go. Anonymity. Yeah. Say the word. Anonymity. All right. Because <laughs> thank you. Because yeah, if you can, you would not say this to her face at all. So stop being a no. bitch. Um, we are currently drinking the Amber Giddin Giddon beer. Ooh, Amber Giddon. Uh, that's pretty dope. It looks like Armageddon. It has a skull, a couple of guns. It's from a, a ale asylum. Ale asylum. I'm pubbing ale asylum for some dumb reason. But they created a IPA that I was gonna buy and send to a friend of mine who likes IPAs. She likes them, and I make fun of her for it. I was gonna do this as a nice gesture, but the can was made to look like a combination of R2D2 and a Nintendo uh, original Nintendo controller. It's a really cool can, oh, cool. but uh, they were defected and leaked and because Majay wants to know this is 6.8% alcohol per volume I can tell you can feel every oh wait that's gonna come out wrong anyway feel every what every like all 6.8 of it but that's gonna sound Uh... (laughs) 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 that's what she said (laughs) Oh, 6.8. That's so sad, little guy. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dicks, Hammond, Indiana's mayor, Thomas Dermott, was having a great bike ride one Tuesday. Ten miles into his ride around Wolf Lake, Dermott blew a tire. I hate when that happens. Mind you, you ride bikes too. Don't you hate when you blow a whole tire? Uh, yeah, but I usually just either... Ride it back home, or I know there's several bike shops in the city where it's like, y'all fuck, I'm just going to have a new tire. You ride on your rims? I mean, you got to get home. Fuck the bullshit. I mean, it, it does fuck up, but I mean, I'll just replace them eventually. I was riding from Kenosha to Chicago, which from the Kenosha train station to my door was 50.2 miles. Um, and I would say three blocks into Kenosha. My whole tire blew out. Huge blowout. And also, I was still in the black side of town, and there was a bike shop right where the black side of town meets the white side of town. And they fixed my tire. Gave me, Well, let me rephrase that. I bought this new cheap bullshit-ass tire and installed it $40 later. I was back on the road. I crossed the street, and I'm like, holy shit. How the fuck are the streets so awful right across the street? That's racism. That's Wisconsin. But but let me keep going back to this story in Indiana. Uh, There was more than a mile he'd have to travel before he reached the point where someone can pick him up. But it was then that the mayor discovered a crime. I see a penis, is what he said. McDermott said he looked up the trail and saw almost 30 spray-painted genitalia on the bike trail, roughly 50 feet apart. He called their 311 to report the crime. The penis graffiti all over the trail, literally 20 penises in all, were painted as directional arrows. Somebody, instead of writing the arrow, go this way, drew a bunch of dicks. 
is it what, what would the plural form of penis be? Peni, penani. I'm going peni. The, the more peni. Yeah, peni. Yeah. Penises. No, penises. Too many syllables. Peni sounds more hilarious. Yeah. Single syllable. Single syllable genitalia sounds better than dual. Syllable. You mean double syllable? Yeah, you know. It fucking, I'm, I'm kind of drunk and shit. I'm Jesus. Oh, so you're already drunk, so you don't want any. You're not gonna get any of the moonshine that I have. Oh no, fuck that! I'm sober and I want some fucking cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where are we recording? There are a number of different breakfast cereals because we might be here for a while. It's a fucking shack. Uh, he reported that uh, McDermott reported the graffiti, and uh, since he was the mayor, he knew it would get an immediate response. They were out the next day cleaning it all up. Um, first the city tried to black them out, but, uh, it, it didn't work. So, uh, later their graffiti public works, uh, department came and removed them all. They don't think, <laughs> oh, wait, they actually, they, wait, wait, they actually debated what's the graffiti gang related. Nigga, huh? What, what kind of gang? What the? The dicks, the P9s, the P9180s. The Hammond City Shafts. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, the Indiana Dick Riders. <laughs> Ooh, wee, this is some good beer. Uh, <laughs> I erased a bunch of dicks. Um, at a press conference regarding the event, Mayor McDermott said, we take a hard stance against graffiti in Hammond. Somebody somebody that does his speech writing just did that on purpose. They they knew what they were doing. They they did that on purpose. I'm willing to bet that they did. Um... Uh, the mayor said sometimes he shores up votes to pass a $100 million municipal budget and other, <laughs> in other days to uh, fix the reported graffiti. What the fuck does a hundred, you need a hundred million dollars to fix graffiti? I mean, that's just for the write-offs and shit. Cause you know, he's embezzling all that money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Indiana. The place where all of Chicago's guns come from. We have strict gun laws. Hammond, Indiana, literally across the street from Chicago, does not. No. So if you're wondering why all the gun crime happens in Chicago, it's because of Hammond fucking Indiana. Indiana, thank you for killing Chicagoans. Speaking of shooting, uh, we've seen a number of different things blamed for school shootings. From movies, televisions, to video games even though they discovered that the psychology of most mass shooters, I mean, I'm sorry, the pathology of most uh, school shooters are the same as adult mass shooters and serial killers. Right. Also the fact that Japan has a lot of really violent video games and yet no school shootings. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Grand Theft Auto is sold everywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I play Grand Theft. I have Grand Theft Auto in my goddamn pocket. I've nay killed a person. You have Grand Theft Auto in your pocket? How do you have Grand Theft Auto in your pocket? The, it's an Android app. You can. They have like GTA. All the GTAs up until San Andreas on. You can download Seriously? them. Yeah. 
I could get San Andreas on my phone. Yeah. I could be CJ whenever I want. Yeah, under five bucks. Under ten bucks, honestly, yeah. I might be moving back to Android. I'm downloading that shit when we're done. I think it's on all of them. No, it's on an iPhone too. It's yeah. on all the platforms. Yeah, Rockstar like a while ago put all the games. GTA three, Vice City, San Andreas, Chinatown Wars, all the ones that are on Game Boy and GameCube. Look, if you're my age, forty five years old, make sure you have some millennials in your area. There's shit that we miss that they pick up. And you, you really, yeah, all right. Um, uh, but 67-year-old Tennessee representative Diane Black, Republican, believes there's another culprit for these school shootings. It's available on the shelf when you're walking to grocery stores. Yeah, you have to reach up to get it, but there ain't pornography there. All of this is available without parental guidance. I think that's a big part of the root cause. There's only one kind of shooting that goes on because of porn. Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> listen, I'm, I, I can tell you this, that porn it's Friday would stop a lot. Ah, listen, I think you should no, be more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone here has probably masturbated before an event and been like, you know what? I don't even think I want to go anymore. You jerk off before you leave the house. I mean, you scheduled that 15 minutes before to jerk off to make sure your levels are calm to make you even keeled throughout the day. Oh, you mean getting that one shot out the chamber? Yeah, to make you a normal human being because with it in there, I'm, I'm ready to stab a motherfucker at the drop of a dime. You get violent when you're horny? I mean, doesn't everyone? No, not not really. Hmm. Not, not normally, no. Well, I gotta keep it out for me to make sure that I'm not thinking about... You know. All right. If I'm a little backed up, I'll just. Oh, a girl. Ooh. I turn into that wolf from the old Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> I, I, I think about gladiatorial combat. Like, I could take this person. I, I could definitely kill this person. And then I jerk off, and it's like, he's an okay person. He doesn't need to die today. Um. Um. Back to the story. <laughs> Uh, Black didn't clarify what it is about porn that she thinks leads to massacres. But beyond naughty movies, Black said uh, school shootings are on the rise because of the deterioration of the family, mental illness, and violent movies. I know what it is. Her husband is watching too much porn. That's got to be it. He's looking at all the weird shits, too. Not not the normal shit, but he's looking at the weird shit. Like sadomasochistic, weird, cuckold shit. Yeah, and feet. Feet. Ugh. Yeah, he likes feet. You can tell he's a fit a foot fetisher. Uh, contrary to Black's take, experts say that poor social, economic, and cultural conditions are the primary drivers of gun violence. Not say all of school shooters, but just gun violence. Enacting policies to improve these conditions for people, along with reducing access to firearms, will go a long way into stemming mass shootings. Uh, these actions are far more effective than all the police, doctors, hospitals combined. And intervening uh, only after tragedies have struck, said Professor James Gillen of New York University, and Brandy Lee of Yale uh, University 
both experts on violence. Watched a lot of porn. Never, never wanted to kill nobody. The other problem is, and, and we saw this when they were putting labels on music, banning something does not make it go away. That just makes it proliferate. That just makes it more prominent. Yeah. Um, all the publicity they gave MWA sold more NWA albums yeah. and Twisted Sister albums. And also, I take offense to her uh, whole thing uh, on mental illness because she's a Republican and they like to defund mental illness. They don't give a shit. That's why we have a lot of homeless people that are out there with mental illnesses because we closed a lot of the the shelters and hospitals. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Thanks for that uh, great take, Maja. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go to something a little more wholesome. A mother's love for their child. A mother changed her son's name after a tattoo artist botched the spelling. <laughs> Joanna Sandstrom of Sweden changed her son's name from Kevin to Kelvin. Sandstorm told <laughs> a local newspaper she was devastated after she saw the wrong name tattooed on her body. Can't you... <laughs> I mean, that is the most ridiculous way to fix a botch tattoo. One, sue your tattoo artist. And then two, don't you just get that, like, lasered off and then fixed? That takes a lot to do. Oh. Well, that takes numerous sessions and thousands of dollars. Well, I guess Kelvin is his name then. Kelvin is his name because fuck that. I just paid for this tattoo. That tattoo's on it forever. She could... My brain just went to this. She could say she's really nerdy and she's a Star Trek fan because that was the name of the ship from the reboot. The one that encountered Nero. Yeah. There you go. That's inter- that's that's a level of nerdiness I don't even recognize. <laughs> uh, uh, she said, I said I wanted the names of my children tattooed on me and I gave the artist their names. The artist drew the design and didn't ask anything about the spelling. <laughs> You're supposed to look at that, sweetie. So I didn't give it any more thought. The mother also got the name of her daughter, Nova, tattooed. Uh, said when she got home and saw the tattoo. Wait, what? Her daughter's name is Nova? Now that's nerdy. Yeah. Nerdy. Yeah, it is. Although I, I ain't mad at it. No. I mean, that's, that's a good name. Where did she get these tattoos at? Why didn't she watch from him doing it? And aren't you supposed to look at the stencil unless he didn't do a stencil and he did it freehand? So this is a basement ass tattoo then? I saw it. It's pretty uh, prison. So then it was made with bootleg and piss? Well, then that's her dumb ass fault. But she went to a, a real tattoo artist, but they didn't do a stencil and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. It was just like the names. It didn't have like a whole art thing around it. It was just uh, the names. So it's just like a single line of name and shit? Um, the ch- the daughter's name on top, the son's name underneath. So this ridiculous ass woman just changed the child's name because of a. St- I thought it was like a, a giant ass artwork. She could easily just get that covered with a butterfly at the tattoo artist's expense because he fucked that up, and then keep going with Kevin and Nova. Well, let me go. <laughs> when she returned to the tattoo shop. Stanstrom claims the tattoo artist laughed and said the only thing he could do to fix the situation was give her a refund. 
She said that after realizing it would take uh, several treatments to remove the tattoo, she and her husband decided to the easiest fix was to change their son's name instead. I, I, I had never heard the name Kelvin before. There isn't anyone who names their kid Kelvin. So when I thought about it more, I realized that no one else has this name. It became unique. Now we think Kelvin is a better name than Kevin. Speaking of someone with a unique name, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Don't do that to your kids. My name is fucking Samajay. You will never find that on a fucking license plate ever. No. That's the worst part about going to Great America as a kid. You will never find a license plate. You will never find one of those little, whatever you call it, wood things with your name. I can't even get a fucking Coke these days. There's never drinking with my nigga named Samajay. Wow, I'm sorry. The, the biggest mis- problem I got is E.T. jokes and uh, people spelling my name with two T's. I, I will keep my complaints to myself from now on. Well, the ET jokes would get pretty annoying. Oh, God, they are so annoying. People, people are stupid. Uh, Samson told the newspaper she'll make sure to check 10,000 times before she gets the name of her third child, Freya, tattooed. Freya? Woman! Stop coming up with these weird-ass names. Freya? I mean, Freya, as in Thor's mother. She, yeah. This is Sweden. That's a common name. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I know a couple Kelvins. Because Bjork's baby daddy's name was Thor. Oh. Yeah. That, that seems to be a common thing, naming your kids after Norse gods. And so there are Odins walking around? Oh, I'm I'm sure. I wouldn't be my name, Odin. I would love that. Wednesday Adams is named after Odin. You, that just hit y'all. That just hit me. Wait. She's named after Odin. Wednesday is Odin's name. Yeah, you're right. Because then Thor, then Thursday. You're right. Fucking, fucking A. Fucking A. Fucking A. I, I, I take it everybody's familiar with the name Michael Rotundo. Is that correct? No. That sounds familiar, but no. Uh, Well, Michael Rotundo is the son of Christina and Mark Rotundo, who took him to court while he was 30 years old. To get him kicked out of their fucking house. Oh, I know who he is. I saw him on CNN. Yeah, okay. this motherfucker. Like, I mean, I understand you're a millennial and you don't want to do shit, but nigga, do some shit. Just do a little bit of shit a day and you can become a full-fledged adult and, eventually. And don't show up on the news after your parents kick you out. That's, no, no. Right. Like, no. You, you will not, like, you know he ain't getting no vagina. Like, <laughs> not that it's like, it's, it's very important as a thing. Yeah. There might there might be some women. Who? Heister? Who? Show me these women. Is it that one woman that we talked about a sex tape? Um, 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 I don't know where that was I going. I just felt the need to cut it off. Uh <laughs> um, but yeah, they gave him five written messages. Oh god. No. Huckabee Sanders sex tape. No. Sarah no. Huckabee Sanders doesn't have a sex tape? But that's the kind of women who would have sex with him. Wow, that's the probably the meanest thing ever said about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, she does have pretty low self-esteem. I mean, yeah. Uh, Stop. <clears throat> Michael was living there rent-free for almost a decade and didn't contribute to, to the household in any meaningful way. His very presence was causing undue stress to his parents. Michael claims his parents 
haven't given him enough time to move out despite their five notices over three months and offers to help him pay for his new place. Uh, he is unemployed and is locked in a legal battle with Best Buy, who he said fired him for not being able to work on Saturdays. Nigga, what? <laughs> See, now, I thought you said he lived there. I never watched the story because I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. But at least pay rent, my guy. Just pay rent. You could, you could be a... It's shitty, but pay rent. God damn it. And not enough time. You've been living rent-free free for a decade. A decade. These were not... They're obviously not black parents. And then what the fuck are you doing on Saturdays? You ain't got shit to do. I can tell you don't wash your hair. You look like you don't wash your hair. So you ain't going out with no females. You ain't getting no vagina. So what the fuck you doing except for masturbating? Well, well, he... Well, he claims that the reason he couldn't find a regular a re- regular type of job was because he's in a bitter custody battle with his baby mama. He does have a son. Oh, what the fuck? Um, did you guys see him at court? No, I wish I take back all the statements. If he's got a custody battle, that's just fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so he's been living rent free with his parents for a decade. Mm-hmm. He has a kid out of wedlock. He can't find a decent job. No, he's not black. Um, oh, I'm oh, sorry. I, I am I, sorry. I, I, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> that hurt me. My 12 ancestors who didn't work. Anyway. Um, well, the, st- uh, the state Supreme Court Justice Donald Greenwood ruled that it was time for Michael Rotondo to move out of his family's home. Uh, he threw a fit in court <laughs> after the ruling, calling it outrageous as he threw his stuff back into his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga brought a backpack with him. Seriously? Seriously? Not even like you couldn't get a brief. Oh, wait, he doesn't have a job. You couldn't get like a briefcase. Like, so this to mother- look somewhat professional. This motherfucker stored off in a motherfucking power in his backpack. <laughs> no, it was a regular. It was a regular backpack. Oh, I'm sorry. It was an LL Bean. It wasn't LL Bean. It was the Green Ranger would have been, you know, at least like a little impressive. Green Ranger backpack. Fuck him and his non-working ways. <laughs> I'm sure the judge was like, "What the fuck? Are you serious? No, get out." <laughs> Uh, Michael claims his relationship with his parents soured after he lost his custody battle. Uh, Rotondo, who dropped out of college because, quote, couldn't hack the math, now claims to run a successful business, but hasn't told anyone what exactly that business was. Probably Fortnite. He's probably a professional Fortnite player. It's a free video game that people get paid to play. Uh, He recently appeared on Alex Jones' show to tell his side of the story. And Alex Jones gave him $3,000, which he is currently using to uh, rent an Airbnb. Okay. What is with people going on the shows of these fucking worthless-ass people? First, Tucker Carlson, now Alex Jones. And Alex Jones gave him money? Really? I can't. I can't, I can't even, I can't, I can't do, do nothing with them. <laughs> I can't. I'm just, huh? Uh, what? So, move on. 
Yeah. I was out on my own at like 22. Mm-hmm. In a crappy ass apartment, but I was out on my own. You can do it. If I could do it, anybody could do it. And as a as a brother who stayed in his mom's basement up until the age of twenty six, you you can do. It. I also paid rent though. That's the exactly. thing. I paid. I had a job, and I like yo. Here's money every two weeks because I live here. Like because the people, there are some people that because of circumstances like they could have like a chronic illness, they might have to live at home, but they still do something. They still pay rent. They like if they get a disability check or something, they use that. It's the fact that he did nothing. Right. He was probably playing Fortnite. I bet you. I like video games just as much as the next brother, but you, you got to make some kind of ends meet. But I mean, there's some things you just want to do like food, food and video games are great, but you need money to pay for food. Booze is great too. Marijuana's better. I'm just saying there are things that you want to pay for that your parents aren't, you can't ask your mom for. Like that's why you got a fucking kid. Cause you couldn't ask your mom for condoms. Can you ask anybody to ask your mom for condoms? I can't ask my mom for no goddamn condoms. That's, that's not a conversation you want to have with your mom. Not in your 20s. No. Uh, can I get, like, uh, I don't even know how much they cost at this point. What, like, get, like $16? If we get a good tree 50 for, you know, the candy store selling's about the single. Let me borrow three that's fifty. True. You don't have to get the good kind. You can get, like, the, what is it? Was it chic? It's not like he's slanging. Let's be honest. Yeah. You can get a 36 box of Magnums off Amazon for 15 bucks. 15, 15 bucks. You can't scrape up 15 bucks? No, because he's masturbating and, and playing Fortnite. Apparently he's not just masturbating. At least once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time. Just one good time. That's all it takes. It just takes one time. Yeah, but that's just true. Um, I don't have any overseas stories this uh, episode, but uh, I got four Florida stories. That's even better than Russia. Florida's great. A Florida woman named Crystal Methvin was arrested on Saturday and charged with, guess what? Smoking crystal goddamn meth or possession of crystal (laughs) meth. You made that name up. No, they made that name up, right? Nope, Crystal Methvin. Crystal spelled crystal, methvin, methvin. Is it V-A-N? V-I-N. Oh, because it was meth van. I'd have been like, yo, that is a, the best fucking marketing ever. <laughs> uh, There's only one way her life could go with that name. That's it. This is true. My name is Elliot, and I got sinus and as, asthma problems. I, I was cursed at birth. Um, she was arrested for possession of crystal methamphetamine. An anonymous tip uh, led police to a parking lot where... She, Three people, including Miss Methvin, were sitting in a car. The trio allegedly had drug paraphernalia as well as a substance that tested positive for crystal meth. Uh, Methvin was being held on a $5,000 bond for drug possession. Damn. Well, I mean, if your name's Crystal Methvin, I mean... I don't expect you to be the president of the United Goddamn States. Well, you know, these days, you never... Yeah, yeah, you never she, uh, could, she could be the president of the United States now. I mean, yeah. we got a fucking... It seems like he snorts a lot of cocaine, or at least he did. No, he definitely did. He definitely... He was definitely doing blow-off for our strippers, our flat butts, because, you know... Oh, strippers, flat butts, like his daughter. You know, um, you know that's what he likes. He likes... Yeah, he likes 
likes some flat and, and like this. She likes the blondes with the flat asses. Yeah, and like this wonderful, wonderful cutting board that we're. Don't give people ideas of where we're hiding. Hush. I, I shouldn't pick on Stormy Daniels. She has wonderful breasts. She paid enough for him. Uh, a Florida woman was recorded shaving her legs at a public pool. What? The unidentified woman sitting on the edge of a pool shaving her legs as children swam nearby. The children didn't uh, not appear to notice the quick shave. Uh, the people who captured the moment on video, I will not share this video on our Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere. You can look this shit up yourself. Uh, the people who captured the moment on video were heard saying, oh, my God, this lady is shaving in the pool. I hope she doesn't shave her hoo-ha next. Was she trying to make herself a better swimmer or something? Make herself more like. More aerodynamic? Aerodynamic is the word? Or, 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 or easier to get to the water? Like, I don't understand. Fortunately, the uh, video cut off at, at the time, so we don't know if she did. The video was uploaded to Reddit, where it received more than 55,000 upvotes and 1,600 comments. Um, however, the post was later locked, which barred people from adding further upvotes and comments. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not immediately clear where uh, the public pool was located or if there was any rules posted by the pool. The Orlando Sentinel reported that Florida has extensive statutes regarding pool safety, saying no spitting or bodily fluids, but it doesn't say if shaving is prohibited. Why, why do you have to post that, though? Why, why do you have to make that rule? You know what, this reminds me of a story that one of my friends at Walgreens used to tell me. He said he once saw a man reach into the the bucket of uh, nail clippers, pull the one out, clip his nails, and then throw it back in there. Oh. Some no. people just don't understand that no. that's something you don't do. No. You just don't do it. I got a co-worker that clips his at the desk across from mine. I fucking hate that. There are people that clip their nails. On the CTA, I've seen them. I hate them as much as I hate the sunflower seed people. Sunflower seed people are the worst. They're the worst. I carry another bag with me just because I don't want to be that dude. I, I, you clip in public, but you use a bag. No, I don't clip in. I mean, sunflower seeds. Oh, okay, that makes total sense. Yeah, I, I was like, yo, let me grab a bag too because I'm gonna spit my seeds in the bag because it's disgusting to spit out sunflower seeds on a fucking train. Speaking of spilling your seeds, a Florida man was arrested for masturbating in public. <laughs> Officials from Clearwater Police Department were called to a bus stop on a Monday morning following a report of a lewd and lascivious. Thank you. I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, officers stated they discovered a man sitting on a bench touching himself under his pants. Well, at least he didn't whip it all the way out. Uh, the officer noted in the police report that it was obvious he was masturbating. Uh, when asked what he was doing, the man told the officers, I'm scratching myself. As officers were arresting the man, for disorderly conduct, they asked him his name. The arrest report stated that the man's name was James Tiberius 
Kirk. Having seen a lot of the Star Trek shows and movies, I could believe it was James Kirk. He was always a little horny. So. He was a masturbator? He was a little horny. He was a masturbator. He was one of those people that would have to masturbate to not kill somebody. It's a common thing. You it's, could be a starship captain. Thank you. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, James Tiberius Kirk is the full birth name of Captain Kirk from the original Star Trek and that shitty reboot. Officers later determined the man's real name was James Bundrick, age 56, and charged him with disorderly conduct and providing a false name to law enforcement. So when I get arrested, I can't say my name is Benjamin Sisko? That, that's not acceptable. You might be able to get away with that one. I mean, I could say. It's like, I'm a time traveler. My name is Ben Sisko. They may not even know. That's true. It does sound enough like a, like a real name. It's a common everyday name. Well, not really, but still, it could be. I know one of one Cisco, and he's a dancer. The thong, the thong, thong, thong. That's the only Cisco I know. The other Cisco I know. Well, I know a few um, Latino gentlemen named Cisco, and the alcoholic beverage that gave me the worst hangover of all time. That's right. What else called Cisco? No, oh, Cisco is Cisco. liquid crack. Um, it's, it's been mentioned in a couple of rap songs. Uh, yeah, I heard Yo-Yo rap about it in a song. Holy shit, that's a 90s deep cut. All right, one last story out of Florida. The city of Lake Worth, Florida, sent out a zombie alert during a recent power outage. Uh, the power outage and zombie alert uh, for the residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. Uh, if you don't know, Terminus is the name of the town where the outbreak of the zombies happened and the Walking Dead. Oh, the text alert read, there are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to the zombie activity. Restoration time is uncertain. The alert went out at 1.45 a.m., which was also the time of the uh, outbreak in The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, no. Well, good goddamn. Good god fucking damn. Someone <laughs> fucked that all up. I'm guessing somebody got fired for that. Uh, it was the result of a hack. Ah, gotcha. Because I've also seen that the, you know, the signs by the highway, the ones that have like words on them, apparently they have all the same password and someone was found it and put it on uh, the reddits and some people were going around putting like, yeah, zombies ahead type shit, which is. Yeah, but yeah, these went out during city alerts and the text messages you'll get when a tornado's in the area and so forth. So, and these have been going out since August 2017 after Hurricane Irma. So every alert people got since then has had zombies connected to it. Hmm. Well, it's good to stay prepared. You know, you just never know. You just never know. It's a zombie apocalypse drill. Yeah, you just never know. You just never know. I mean, it, it's it's Florida. People could be on bath salts and oh. start, eat, start eating people's faces. And also, fuck Florida, so I hope they get each other's faces off. I do got a thing against Florida, but I got some good friends in Florida, so I'm conflicted. Why are they there? They're Floridians. Well. I'm sorry. I would love to go visit a place that a person that lives in a place where people go vacation. 
Oh yeah, that's cool too, but it's Florida. <sighs> there, are, there are nice places in Florida. I it's mean, just, there's there's great places. A lot of the craziness also. Like a lot of the crazy stories come out of Florida. Yeah, that's Well, the reason most of the crazy stories come out of Florida is that the reporters get access to the information right away. Right. It's not filtered. They get it right away so they can and they can get all of it. They have access to all the things. So we hear more crazy things out of Florida just because the reporters have access to it. And that's a good way to get clicks by report posting weird stories. That's true. So now I feel bad. Florida's okay. I'm not going there, but Florida's okay. Marco Rubio, Florida's not okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh the city has been investigating the prank and have scrubbed all these zombie messages and said a local representative of the uh, borough. Hopefully next time there's a zombie alert, it will be because of the real invasion. That's not comforting. That's not comforting. So the next time it might be real, that's, that's supposed to reassure us? He's saying next time it won't be a hack, it'll be the real thing. So at least they didn't get hacked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. Alright. Um I got a couple of more stories to go. I don't know which one I should end on. They're not sad. I am really sorry about that last episode with the old lady, but after much thinking and reviewing other things, I think it was all a lie. Because we don't know for sure if that was her passport for sure. And it could just be a story out of Russia because Japan currently claims to have the world's oldest woman. And it might've just all been a lie to give Russia the world's oldest woman. And to make the story more realistic, they made it an unhappy story. I just remember a story. There was this hundred and I think she was like 115 or maybe it was like over a hundred and something, 120 where she talked about meeting Van Gogh. And she was just pretty, pretty much a happy person. She, she just said that Van Gogh smelled bad. <laughs> that, that was her takeaway from him. Not like anything about his art, just that he smelled bad. You're gangrene. No, I don't think it was that. I think he just didn't bathe regularly. Did anybody bathe then? That's a good point. Wait, when was Van Gogh a thing? I want to say like late 1800s. So, Maja, get off your phone. Do you know when Van Gogh was Van Goghing? She died a while ago, so it might, it might have been like 1890s, 1880s. <sighs> Shit, now I got to Google yeah, Van Gogh. I, I, you two talk among yourselves. But but she died really happy. Like she 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 would drink like red wine every day, and she died surrounded by her family. And she she was she was just a happy person. She wasn't like the Russian lady. Hmm. Well, I mean, I want to be old and drinking red wines every night, smoking the finest of marijuanas. Talking about that one time I met Jesus. That'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> You got to be older than a hundred years, though, to have met Jesus. I know, but do I? I mean, how many Jesus do you know? I know a Jesus, a Latino Jesus down the street. You you could lie and say you met historical figures from our time. If you lived to be a hundred, you could say, "Well, yeah, I met Barack Obama. Yeah, sure." I mean, yeah. Who's gonna? Yeah, who the fuck's gonna question me? How are you gonna figure it out? Especially after the you know, like the zombie apocalypse, there won't be any records left. Shit, fuck that. Other zombie apocalypse. I'm fucking President Obama. And Van Gogh died in 1890. Okay. Well, okay. So it's possible to have met him. 
All right. Uh, authorities in Connecticut recently arrested a man who allegedly used an alligator in a bizarre attempt to extort money from a family of a man he's accused of kidnapping. Uh, they got this alligator on me, and they said if you, if no money is is given, they're gonna have him chew on me. Said the victim to his aunt in a uh, phone call. The victim identified as. 21 year, a 21 year old man reportedly told his aunt he'd been kidnapped and that the man who abducted him was demanding. Anybody want to guess how much they were demanding? $10,000? I would say at least a million. At least a million. $800 in <laughs> ransom in exchange for his release. Your dumbass is going to jail for $800. I'm sorry. Your dumbass is going to jail for $800. Uh, when the woman demanded proof that her nephew was unharmed, the kidnapper allegedly texted her a photo of her nephew hogtied in a tub with a three foot American alligator on his back, bearing his teeth. Uh, police traced the phone <laughs> that had been used in, in the communication with the aunt and were ultimately able to find the suspect and the victim at a hotel in Shelton, Connecticut. (laughs) Authorities said the victim had burn marks on his face and arms and had been uh, alleged. And he allegedly said the assailant has a fickle. Give me a minute. I'm drunk. I'm on my, I, I just, I just finished my third beer. At six point eight percent alcohol. I, can't. I, can't. I, I know I should probably let y'all chime in, but let me finish this dumbass story because it's funny. <laughs> Maje has his head down laughing. Fucking eight hundred goddamn dollars! You couldn't afford a burner phone. You used your real goddamn phone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he had burn marks on his face and arms, allegedly from a lighter used by the assailant. Uh, uh, obviously, obviously they, they used a goddamn dime star lighter. Obviously, hey, they they can't, if eight hundred bucks all they get, they they got fuck them. Ask for more than that. <laughs> it's an outrageous case, but it's clear from the evidence that the young man's life was in danger," said the Bridgeport Police uh, Officer Christopher Lemayne. Uh, this was no joke. It was not a scam. It was a legit kidnapping for 800 bucks. And I looked the story up and you can look the story up too. uh, alligator, Connecticut kidnapping. Just Google those words and you'll get it. And when you see the picture of the dude, you'll go, yeah, that motherfucker totally did some shit like that. (laughs) First off, no burner phone. Secondly, you're only asking for, you're asking for the price of a Canadian goose coat. First off, okay, ask for not more money. Enough. Not even enough. Like maybe a down payment on a Canadian goose coat, and then you use your own phone. What? I, I can't. Why would you use your own goddamn phone? That's like criminal one one. Don't use your own phone. And then also, how you transport an alligator around? Like, is there a special case for? Well, it's only three foot. That's probably including the tail. So it's just like a baby. Oh, well, not a baby, but a toddler. Okay. But but still, you, you have enough money to get an alligator, apparently. <laughs> or at least to steal one. At least to figure out how to steal one. 
And then 800 dollars though. That's just the most ridiculous amount I've ever what, heard. What, was that for alligator food? Maybe. Hold on. What if this was a story about him just getting money for his alligator because he doesn't want? I'm pretty sure taking care of an alligator is expensive, but eight hundred dollars will probably require more money. But you're right. It's it's about his love for his alligator. That's that's the whole story. It's the love story between the kidnappers and the alligator. His alligator has cancer and he needs eight hundred dollars to help that alligator survive. This is all a story. This is all a love story in a way when you think about it. <sighs> A woman in Kelowna, British Columbia, said she has pink eye after human feces fell from the sky through her sunroof, hitting her in the face. That is the <laughs> that is the funniest shit I have heard all exactly, day. Exactly, the funniest shit. <laughs> Susan Allen says that she and her 21-year-old son were struck by the mass of sky poo when they were <laughs> stopped at a traffic light on May 9th. According to Alan, the feces covered her car and splashed the car idling next to them. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wasn't that the last Bond movie? Sky Poo? Nah. <laughs> she then looked up and saw a plane flying above. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Should I try a British Columbian accent? Do they have accents? They do have accents. Oh, shit. I only, I only know this from... Uh, Wait, wait. If it was just sky shit, wouldn't you see that kind of like a, like in the movies like where you see a wave of shit coming? Why didn't you close your goddamn window? It's all in one block. Mm. If it comes from the plane, it's all in like this big block of blue ice. So she just got hit with a big ball of shit? Well, it probably fell off of the ice. So a shit sickles? Basically. Oh. Actually, I was going to get to that. And wow, I'm impressed that Heister... No, I'm not. It's why I have him on the sh- why I I wanted him on the show. He knows these things. He is Dude, you will kick so much ass on Jeopardy. We need to get this nigga this guy on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> you can say You're allowed to say it. I don't use that word. That's just testament to how drunk I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas just slip when they had some sauce. Woo-wee, Cabrini Green comes out of me, baby. That was a blazing sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fool will do it. <laughs> All right, um, let me try a, a British Colombian accent. Um, they're they're kind of like Wisconsin. I just want everybody to know that, though it seems a little surreal to type about this stupid story, uh, this happened, that was terrible. I'm just going back to good old American. Yeah, that sounded pretty. I went into some Scottish shit too. Yeah. Yeah. I just want everybody to know that although this seems like a surreal type of story, this happened to me and my son, Alan told the Canadian press. All we want people to know is that it was quite devastating to be covered in poop and and I hope it never happens to anyone else. <laughs> Alan shared the doctor's note <laughs> with the news outlet which stated that she had conjectivitis pink eye because she was inundated with sewage from an overhead plane she told the global news that her eyes swelled to the size of a golf ball oh, no. 
Initially, Allen kept the incident to herself out of shame, but eventually went to the press when no action by the authorities were taken. My car was inundated with poo. I would like to I would like them to clean my car out and apologize and an apology would be nice. And I do believe they owe me compensation for my eye. According to Canadian uh, Canadian transport authorities, aircrafts with bathrooms do have sewage tanks that are dumped at special facilities at airports. But it's possible the stored bio waste can leak. This sewage seeps out and can freeze to the exterior of the plane at high altitudes. This is known as, as Heister just said, blue ice. Because the color of the uh, disinfectant used in the sewage is blue. When the aircraft descend to a lower altitude, which you would have seen then as it lowered, the frozen shit cake can thaw and fall to the earth. Don't live next to an airport. That's all I got to say. Don't, don't, don't. Just don't. That is the shittiest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the Inept Super Villains Podcast. Uh, whatever service you're listening to us on, be sure to like and rate us. If it's SoundCloud, click that little like thing. That'd be awesome. Give us a good rating on iTunes. Uh, that will be super optimal. Stitcher as well. If you use any of the other ones that scrub their data from other services, I don't think you can rate on those. You can on Google Play too. I know we got listeners on Google Play. I'm begging a lot right now because I'm drunk and in my heat sweat mode. Um, we apologize that the sound for this episode has been a little bit uh, spotchy. But as I say, as soon as this whole thing with the cops and Shaquille O'Neal, we gave him his fucking sandwich back. Get what, what more does he want? We gave him a sandwich. We stopped making fun of his height. I didn't stop making fun of his fucking height. Fuck that Sasquatch motherfucker. Yeah, we, st- we stopped making fun of Steel. Actually, I enjoyed Steel. And I ain't done making fun of him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, be sure to check me out on um, Scrolling the Feed with m- my moho uh, comrades TJ and Kobe, where we talk about shit you see on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and, and Reddit and Tumblr. Check out Movie the Podcast where they review movies. In June, they're doing Kaijun, where they'll be watching movies about uh, Godzilla, Gamera, and other giant monsters. Uh, Retromania is doing something really interesting where they're re-altering the timeline. What if Iron Sheik had broke, had taken the $100,000 from the guy who ran uh, the Minnesota wrestling thing and broke Hulk Hogan's leg and Hulk Hogan decided, fuck wrestling, I'm never doing it again. So there was never Hulkamania. Retromania, that's a pretty cool thing. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. I learned a lot about it too. Uh, so check those out. I will also be bringing back a uh, view from the L is coming back uh, because, well, mental health has been in the news lately. We lost a couple of people this week, and yeah. Um, and uh, you can email us at annettevillains at gmail.com with any questions, comments you got. If they're mean or threats, I'll forward them to Heister. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe.